Hello, I'm Josh Way. And I'm Ben Eggleston. Uh, welcome to our podcast here at Shutter Speed Media. This is a podcast for people interested in video and photo production in the automotive industry. Our goal is to share, educate, and entertain you with stories, experiences we have, plus bring on guests to share their experiences in this field. And Ben is behind camera again um, because we're recording this one for YouTube as well as just audio only on Spotify, Amazon now, and Apple Podcasts. Um, and today's guest is a YouTube legend. Um, no, he's a he's a local YouTuber, and he's uh, he's well known for being a pretty spectacular guy and car friend to many in the area, and uh, spends a lot of his time doing car events, running car rallies, being a big part of the just the enthusiast group of of car people here. And uh, his cars are pretty cool too. So we're going to talk to him all about YouTube and cars and his car history, and uh, that's that's what we're going to do today. So Ryan Wheeler, say hello to. Everyone. What is up? I gotta get used to these this little setup yeah, here, good. but so yeah, I yeah. usually sit a few inches away when so I'm right talking, up, but right up all up in the business here. Yep. Sweet. Hey, thanks for having me. This Absolutely. is this is cool. Yeah. So I, like I mean, we're just trying to get this thing kind of off the uh, off to the runnings here and get uh, get some cool guests on. We've had some great photographers that have been on talking about it, and I want to talk to more video production guys as well. I yeah. that's a stretch, but. But but so <laughs> I do you, a lot of video. But, but YouTube uh, is uh, is part of that because that's a whole that's a whole different animal for a lot of people, and trying to make that work, you're obviously putting in hours and hours mm. per week to make video content, and you've learned a lot, and that's what we're going to be talking about. So awesome! I'd like to get us started if I could on just your background as maybe where did you start off in life? Where were you born? Let's start from the beginning. Beginning. Oh man, way back, way back. Way back. So I was, um, uh, I was born in uh, Minneapolis area, and okay. then moved all over. My dad worked uh, for the VA medical center, so we traveled. We moved. We moved. We moved all over, um, and then got into cars. Uh, pretty young. I mean, 15. You, you know, and when, your dad? Uh, so I got into cars on my own. My parents had got divorced. And then when my mom and I were living, we'd moved to Invergrove and it was kind of like everybody that I was hanging out with, like we were getting ready to have cars, you know, and I was mm-hmm. always into the muscle cars and I wanted uh, the Monte Carlo. That was super crazy fast and all that. I got the Monte Carlo, uh, figured out that I needed like, you know, a job and money and, yeah. and all that. And then I kind of, transitioned into civics because they were way cheaper and oh sure yes then i got big into uh the crx's and so this like teenage ryan yeah so this is 2000 like two three four five two three four okay so i was uh yeah 15 16 getting into civics yeah got into civics built a did you do the whole rice can and everything did the whole thing yeah yeah started with the crx um because i got it for like 125 bucks Mm -hmm. and or 150 bucks i cheap that is cheap. Yeah, that's cheap. Uh, it was a piece of junk and yeah. did a B-series swap on it, like learned on my own through okay. magazines. And yeah, went from there, built a 2000 hatch in like, oh, three and put a GSR swap in it. And that was kind of before there was a lot of really high power civics. Yeah. Uh, we did 320 wheel horsepower. Big turbo. Big turbo from okay. uh, eBay. The whole kit, the whole entire turbo kit was $500 shipped. <laughs> yeah, it was How SS Auto Chrome. before it blew? Uh, as long as it lasted a long time until I had to well, sell. At, at low pressure? Um, I mean, we were making 300 horse on a I mean, stock that, motor. That's incredible. That's it's, what my yeah. Porsche's got. And yeah, in, my, in, a, in a car that weighs 1,000 pounds less. Yeah, and it was... You know, be, it was insane. It was yeah. it was so much fun, um, <laughs> and yeah, I mean, we'd have the manifold just glowing out. It was SS Autochrome. So there's people that will okay, will remember it's that. Like known, yeah, yeah five hundred bucks, and then we put DSM injectors in it, and we tuned it on a VTEC controller, and that was wow. it. Wow, okay. yeah, yeah, it was pretty, that's fair. Yeah, and then uh, the car got repoed because I quit. I paid to mod it, and then didn't pay to drive it because oh, okay. I didn't think that was fair. Okay that they needed to be paid every month. So I learned <laughs> a lot. Lesson learned. Yeah, yeah, lesson learned. And then I got into Evos and then I got big tickets and then I had to get out of the car game for quite a while. Okay. Because I couldn't afford to, it was either drive a car or have insurance. I couldn't, oh, okay. I couldn't do both. So I had to get a pickup and. I feel like there's more stories there, but maybe we don't want to dig into that. I, just some, yeah, just being young. Yeah, okay. You know, yeah. young and, and. Just wanting to go fast all sure. the time, and sure. I guess in that regard, I, I've been really lucky because I've done some stupid car stuff. 
but man, we got away with a lot. We were in a small town. Yes, we got away like, with a lot, but yeah. we got also caught on sure. some, you know, relatively, you know, like sure. 150 on, in my Evo on the highway. <laughs> yeah, because we had Nothing. no radar detectors because, yeah. you know, that's dumb. So, yeah. yeah. Huh. All right. Well, what moved, uh, what, what, at what point did you get back into cars then? And, uh, so, I had I was out of cars for quite a while. I was still in. I mean, I was doing the trying to do the snowmobile thing, the work thing. The uh, you know kind of went through a phase in my life where I got into uh, you know not a good path and okay. a lot of drinking and got into all the, those wonderful things. Sure, um, that kind of took took over sort of my whole life. And then uh, in two thousand, would that be thirteen? I think uh, was kind of my breaking point. And uh, I haven't drank since then. Good and, for you. Yeah, and changed my whole life. And my my goal at that point, I always talked about like even through the worst of the worst. Mm-hmm. I always talked about owning a Lambo. I was gonna mm-hmm. have a Lambo, and sure. then I would bring you know when I have kids, I'm gonna bring I'm gonna bring my son to school, you know, in a Lamborghini Sweet. first day of high school, and then yeah. I followed up with if I have to steal it because you know people would write on my Facebook like dude you're an <laughs> idiot you like yeah. get your life together you're right. you're never gonna have a Lambo, um, and you know at the time I kind of. Deep down, I did believe that because I'm like, well, but yeah. I'm just, I just kept putting Self it out doubt. there. Yeah, kept putting it out there. Had no idea how it would happen. You know, I, honestly, I figured I'd, I was, I'd just gamble enough that eventually I would like hit the lottery. Yeah. Something would happen. It didn't. No. So I wish it's it did. It's a daily grind, yeah. isn't it? Yeah. So, uh, and then I got back into cars. My, when I got back into cars, I really wanted to be, I wanted to get into like the exotic cars. And then I had started a business and my thoughts were, if I can find, if I can get in with like these people that have these cars, whatever the cheapest barrier to entry is to get into like the exotic car stuff, I could sell what I do by being me and we do commercial construction. Okay. So I bought a Maserati Ghibli SQ4. Was yep. so pumped to have it. Got into some of the, you know, the exotic groups. Realized that a lot of the people, a lot of great people I met, um, but I also realized there was a lot of people that I didn't really we didn't really vibe well together. Sure. Cause I was like, had the Maserati, but I was also working like 12, 14, 16, 18 hours every single day mm-hmm. just to have that. Um, but then I started selling work to inside the car community that I was hanging out with. And then I was like, okay, this is a thing. Things like this is a real thing. Yeah. If I can, if I can network with people that have these cars, a lot of them have buildings and have money. And yeah. those are the people I want to sure. be around. Sure. And then, you know, levels me up and, yeah, that's a awesome strategy. I, I, yeah, many people have done that same strategy and it hasn't always worked out. Mm-hmm. Um, but I think that's cool. You so basically you, you wanted to get into the networking groups of people, through the the avenue of cars, and it's ended up building your business to the point where you have a Lamborghini now and yeah and and it was like I remember telling my accountant um hey I'm yeah I'm looking at a car and he's like okay well how are you going to justify a car I'm like well you know for bids and like golf tournaments and all that stuff like we got to get out and network he said yeah cool um and then he saw my Facebook and he's like um a car (laughs) and I'm like well yeah you said you know and he's like I was thinking like you know a couple year old like Impala or something I said, oh, sweet. Well, oh. I got a Maserati. It's yeah, okay. it's awesome. And he's like, well, we can't, like, you can't write that off. You can't use that as a construction vehicle. Sure you can. And I'm like, well, why not? You know? Yeah. And I started selling work and he's like, well, where is this coming from? I said, dude, it's brought it, you know, like a check, like, hey, check this out. Yeah. Like, this is from directly related to, and I don't spend any money advertising. Yeah. So you know, and now I mean, we've got a great relationship and he thinks I'm absolutely insane, but it works. <laughs> and the things that we do, these, these weird strategies work. Yeah. Uh, and I mean, it all comes down to just, I feel just being, you know, having morals and being a good person and then yeah. treating people right. Yeah. And that's, and, and it's still a hustle every day, Yep. but it's a hustle that I'm sure you enjoy. I, I love it. And, yeah. uh, it gets you to do the car things that you love and that's awesome. Yeah, so, and hang out with such good people. That's I mean, like, like that's round of applause. Yeah, that's thank you, thank you. <laughs> that is awesome. I've tried it through the photography world. It's it's a grind there, man. It's a real grind. Oh yeah, because uh, there's a lot of photographers trying to make it in the car world, but yeah. my my DMs full of them. <laughs> yeah, yeah. Um, so, so you you've done the business um, that bought you cars that you wanted into. Mm-hmm. What point did it start with YouTube? 
Oh man. So tell, actually, tell us about YouTube. What was your first oh. thought about YouTube when, why, why you get into it? Okay. So we'll take it back. I actually just kind of told a little bit of this story yesterday too, but, um, back in February, I believe of 2018, I went to an event called 10 X out in Las Vegas. There it is. There it is. Yes. There it is. Watching this on YouTube is uh, Ghibli. I found it. Yep. I love that car. Still around. My buddy's got it. He bought it from me. Okay. Yeah. But, uh, so I had back in February of 2018, I was out at an event and there was a guy that came up on stage and this was like motivational, make money, mm-hmm. make network, you know, network with people and all this. Um, and there was a dude named uh, Hank Norman and he works out in LA and he works with getting people comfortable on camera and bringing in and kind of going and scouting and finding people that are actors and they're good on camera. And he has this, uh, it was it was called like Minute to Stardom or a something like that and it was like a 500 dollars program but he guaranteed he'd get you comfortable on camera in 2018 you could not have paid me you could have said one million dollars go on your phone and do a 30 second instagram video and post it and i could not zero unless i did like that big mouth like little screen filter thing yeah yeah. yeah, i could not do it just because you were that like conscious i'd like break out in hives like i couldn't I was wow. deathly afraid of that. And then at that time, I was also deathly afraid of flying. Those were the two things. Okay. Yeah. For whatever reason. Did you get over the flying too? Yeah. We started just flying all over the place. We, nice. My nice. wife and I would go to stuff and we'd take vacations and all that. And I just was like, yeah. you know what? Like, I, I always just picture, you know, like my car can break down. Why can't this airplane break down? <laughs> you know? And that's a bad way to think about <laughs> it when you're flying <laughs> across the country. Ma- yeah. Planes get maintained a little bit more often than, uh, than cars. But. Yeah. Yeah. But still, I mean, you, you know, if you really think about it, it still could happen. But, uh, so yeah, so I got, uh, I took this little program and like started getting to where I was putting stuff up on my Instagram Yeah. and I was like, dude, I've got to get better at video at the kind of around the same time I was starting to do some mentoring in the schools with, uh, with kids. Uh, it started out 15 minutes a week. Okay. That's all I signed up for. I'd go read with a kid at school at my kid's school. And it was super awkward at first. Cause I like, don't know what to do with like someone else's kid. Cause I don't know if you're supposed to like, they want to like hug you. And I'm like, I don't know if I'm supposed to hug you. You're not my kid, yeah, and, yeah. but they're young. And they're it's, it's this weird dynamic of not knowing. Cause I'd never done this before, but I was trying to just feel like a better person. Like sure. I've got this time. What can I do to help? Yeah. Uh, and then after about a month of that, I got completely obsessed with helping kids, working with kids, growing relationships with kids. I started working with kids that didn't have like father figures. And until up until COVID, my Thursdays were literally blocked. My whole schedule on Thursday, no matter what was going on, unless one of my kids were sick or something major like that was happening, I spent the day at school. And it was, I'd mentor with different kids. I'd Volunteering. do anything. Volunteering. Yep. Okay. And through my busiest time of the season, through everything, I was like, this is what I'm doing. Uh, and then word got around the school was I started driving my Lambo up there, you know, and then they'd all ask my son, like, your dad's got a Lambo. Well, I've got tattoos and a Lamborghini. So yeah. all the kids came up with the idea that uh, he's a YouTuber. Oh, I, I, was, I thought you were going to say you're like a drug dealer. Well, I, they're not old <laughs> enough to know that. Part okay. yet. So that's like high schoolers. The high okay. schoolers then are at like, you know, he's a drug dealer. Yeah. So these kids were at the point where they're like, he's, he a YouTuber. That's what he's gotta be. And that's what they would all tell me. So then they came up with the idea that, uh, the reason I didn't tell them my channel was because I swore because I had tattoos and a Lamborghini and I was young and I wore a hat. So I swore a lot and they didn't, I didn't want them seeing that. Okay. 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 I had no YouTube channel at the time. I had nothing. And I'm like, well, man, maybe I, I don't know. I don't know. I have no idea. I don't know how to edit a video. I don't know how to do anything, yep. nothing. Uh, and then I did a video with uh, tall guy, Mr. Organic. Mm-hmm. And in that video, we had kind of talked, you know, before and we were, I was explaining to him some of the stuff I did. And uh, they're like, dude, in the video, they're like, go check out my boy. And they're like, what's your, you know, what are you going to name it? I said, like, I, I, what do you mean? He's like, your YouTube channel. Like, I don't have one. He's like, well, you're gonna, you have two days, put a video up. Yeah. I'm like, oh, okay. So dude, I did, I committed to it. Um, it was like super hit or miss. Like I wouldn't put stuff up. I would, I wouldn't. Um, and then I really like locked about a year ago. I was like, I'm going to give this like a real, like a real try. Okay. Like really commit to it. And everyone's like, there's like this crazy talk and chatter in like the local car community. And we hear it and they're like, he makes hundreds of thousands a month. 
off of YouTube. Everyone assumes that the cars, the everything I do is YouTube money. Yeah. I'm like, no. <laughs> can you see my views? They're at like a thousand a video. Yeah. There's no YouTube money there. Sure. Like we're making like a hundred bucks a month and each video is like, you know, everything we're doing, like five to 700 bucks on average to do a video. Yeah. So, but it's a passion. I love it. I love the people I get to right. meet. I love the connections. Well, I'm looking at your first one uploaded oh, two man. years ago. It's two minutes and 34 seconds. Is it me standing there like in my shop? Mm-hmm. It's just brutal. Yeah, but that's all right. Yeah. Dude, my first videos on YouTube are bad too, but I like the whole, um, you know, uh, the, the kid mm-hmm. thing. I think that's awesome. And then not, you know, you're doing it not for your own satisfaction. Yeah. You know, because a lot of people out there need help. Mm-hmm. And I think that's a really cool thing to do. Especially now, like with this COVID, with the pandemic. So I'm not able to mentor. I yeah. haven't been able to do for a year. So I still text with like some of the kids that I worked with and stuff. Yeah. And, uh, but dude, they're in, I mean, they're in a rough, sh- they're in rough places. Yeah. Like, more, more people need to think like that for sure. Yeah. And it's, and to me, I'm like, you know, so many people are like, well, dude, I am so busy. Yeah. And I'm like, dude, I run two companies. I've got a YouTube channel. Yeah. I've got all the, like, you just have to prioritize and make time. I've got here, two kids here, and a here's wife. Here's my ask for people say, who say they're too busy. Oh, well, how much TV do you watch a week? Yep. How much Instagram? How much scrolling? How much Facebook? Hours. 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 Yep. Yeah. What's, what's so hard about digging out an hour of your schedule to go do something good for yep. the world? It's hard to do. It's uncomfortable. You yeah. know, it's not something that's normal. It was super uncomfortable for me. Like when I first right. started, I mean, I was like, I had the sweats and I'm like walking into the school. I don't know what to do there. I have to sign these things and give them, get stickers and the little pictures. And I, it was, yeah. yeah, it was uncomfortable. But So, excuse me, with YouTube, how did you know you wanted to make content about cars? Where did that start? Um, well, uh, my first video was, or my, the only thing I was doing that was like kind of cool was mm-hmm. I had bought that, my Gardo, mm-hmm. um, and I was into cars. I went to a lot of car events and I'm like, well, especially with having tall guy, Mr. Organic be the first two, you know, tall guy reached out like, Hey dude, let's do a, I want to do a, a review on your car. I'm like, sure. Okay, cool. Yeah. And, uh, so we did that. And then it was like, well, that's the people that then followed me from him. Like they're car people. Mm-hmm. This is what I do is car stuff. So let's see if we can do that. And then maybe bring in like, try to bring in at that time. I kind of still felt like, like that imposter syndrome where I'm like, am I like, I want to be motivational to help other people, but am I far enough along and learning like my own mental, like mm-hmm. getting my own self together. Mm-hmm. And then with not drinking, like that was never something I really wanted to like talk about because at that time I was still kind of like, well, it's, it's not a huge deal. It's been, you know, a few years, Yeah. but that's not something that like I push off to anybody. But then all of a sudden I, I opened up about it a couple of times. I did a couple of podcasts and then all of a sudden everyone, I'd have people reach out. They're like, dude, that changed my whole life. Like I right. was literally about to kill myself. And I'm like, whoa, whoa, whoa. That's serious. Yeah. So all of a sudden there became like such a huge purpose behind, you like know, that. so much deeper than, than just doing the videos. You don't, you don't know who's watching your videos. No, you don't. And you don't know who's listening to podcasts. I hope there's this, this podcast grows, but you, you never know. No, nope. it could be one person. I mean, it could be just one single person that happened to stumble upon something and hear something that well, changes them. And you don't even know if it changed them. You know, I think it's important to, if you have a message that you want to say, find a platform mm-hmm. that, you know, it could be YouTube, it could be podcast, it could be Instagram, it could be blog posts on your website. Yeah. If you've got something to say, you should say it. Yeah. And it's uncomfortable because there's, I mean, the hate that comes along with that. Yeah. You know, when, Always. I, when I started putting stuff up, I'd get people that were. People uh, can be mean. Dude, they're hateful. I mean, it's shocking. Hateful. I mean, to the, like where I'm, I would get to, I know when we first got my car wrapped with that crazy full, um, reflective rap on my Gardo, yeah. the hate messages that I got, cause it had got shared on some pretty big platforms. I mean, it had yeah. gone with millions of share, millions of, of, yeah. uh, impressions. Views, yeah. Um, and like, like trending hashtags about like hashtag how to wreck a supercar and, mm. and they like kind of took off and they're getting like thousands of likes yeah. and comments and all this stuff. And I'm like, Holy God. And there people are messaging me like, dude, kill yourself. You ruined a good car. And I'm like, what's Jeez. it's mine. I mean like messages, like full, like thousands of messages. It was, isn't that just shocking? It was insane. It, it opened my eyes so much to and my wife's like, dude, 
you have to stop doing all this. I can't yeah. handle it. My mental psyche, my wife's like, let's find their address. Let's go to their house. Yeah. And I'm like, yeah, let's do it. You know, because <laughs> I, like, you know, you, it, but then deep down, like it, it hurts your feelings. It does when, hurt your feelings. When someone's talking trash or you put all this time into like a, a video and you're trying to help or you're trying to do something fun. And then you yeah. get, you know, these keyboard warriors Yeah, and uh, it's gotten way easier now. And I just, I'm a, I'm a blocker now. Yeah. If somebody's saying something like violent, obviously, yeah. you know, I wish you could like report them to the police, but they don't care. But yeah. it's just, people can say what they say. And the problem is with the internet is people say some things that yeah. they would never say in person. Yeah. That's my favorite is, you know, we get the local car community. There's a handful of people that just yeah. don't like me. And sure. most of them don't, they've never sat down. They've never talked to me. Exactly. They've never had coffee with me. They've never done anything with me. They've just got some chip on their shoulder about yep. you. Yep. Yep. And that's, that's totally fine. But when I run into them, I'm like, Hey, what's, you know, call them out. Hey, like go to say either kill them with kindness. Yeah. You know, that's, they can't can't say anything. And I'm like, well, I I remember like, yeah, I got all those, I got all those messages you sent me. Not to get too Christian, but you know, I have to keep telling myself all the time when I, because I've had similar issues, Mm -hmm. you know, people have got some, some problems with me that I don't fully understand why, but it's like, I want to go burn their house down, you Mm -hmm. know, and cut them up and stuff. But uh, no, revenge is mine, saith the Lord. So like, I, I'm always just like, you gotta, yep. you gotta turn the other cheek and just be a better, be the better man. And yep. And they're, they're, they're those people are dealing with something. Like they've got issues so, in their own life. You yeah, know? probably. And I mean, everyone, everyone's got some something, right? Yep. We're all, we're all fighting with something. Yep. Internally. So to, to go out of your way to go and be hateful towards someone online yep. for for no reason, like. Yep. Now it's, it, I've gotten so much better. I, I mean, it's kind of, hmm. it's kind of funny, you know, sometimes I'll share some of the stuff on like my Instagram and my Instagram gets decent traffic. So sure. then I'll get, you know, it always makes you feel good. Then you get like, you know, 20 messages. They're like, dude, how can people be like this? Like we love your stuff. And they, right. I'm going to buy a shirt right now from your site. <laughs> oh yeah, that's right. Sweet. Nice. So, nice. Yeah. Um, so that's maybe where we should go next is, is we've got a little gloomy here, but Let's talk about some some fun stories that you've had um, being in the world you are in. You've obviously gotten to you, and you've pushed for it, but you've met some great people. You've done some cool things. You've been a part of some great events that I, I've been on with you on different rallies. Um, let's talk about something, something crazy, something fun. Dude, what, where do you want to start? It's been a, I'd say what's, insane. What's one of the more notable things since oh, since YouTube started? Mm-hmm. What's been something that just pops in your head is just something that was just awesome. You, you just are so happy. Oh, hanging with Strad. Strad, Strad and Lacker. Yeah. Okay. And going out there and... Um, and that was just this winter, wasn't it? Yeah, that was just recently. Okay. So tell us about that trip, how that started. Okay, so um, yeah, going out to... We obviously, we bought the Strad and Burlacker's limo. So millions of views on YouTube. Mm-hmm. Um, I wanted to do... I've always, I've always really liked Strad's... Uh, I watch content differently. James something, right? Uh, James, yep. Okay. Yep, and it's not James Strad or anything like that. It's, uh, I don't even remember what his last name is. I have it on the title. I know it's Strad, man, because he likes Stradali. Yes, that's where where it started from. Um, So I've always looked at, like, when I first started YouTube and I would, you know, hear about these collabs and all this stuff, I'm like, Mm -hmm. well, who's, I'm like, so Strad, that's who I want to collab with. And they're like, well, no, you got to, you got to work your way, like, if you have a little channel, like you need to work your way up, like little increments. And I'm like, well, why, why, why can't I just, why can't I just go do a video with like Strat or Diesel Brothers or like DDE or like, those yeah. are the ones I, I watch. Why can't I do a video with those? And sure. you know, everyone in the YouTube world's like, well, cause that doesn't work. They're not going to listen to you. Just cause they haven't tried. Yeah. And I'm like, well, how about this? Like, I'll just buy all their merch and I've got a decent Instagram account and then I'll just post about it and I'll go donate their merch to people. And w- how wouldn't they like that? Yeah. And then like, so DDE did a, um, uh, like a flash sale, 50% off on like five different items. And I bought all of it. Yeah. Everything out of there was like a thousand bucks. And I tagged them in it and they're like, what, what are you doing? I mm-hmm. said, I'm gonna give this stuff away. They're like, well, we don't even give it away. I say, yeah, well, you guys aren't as you guys aren't as cool as me. Like, <laughs> they, I'm gonna give it away. I don't have my own merch, and people love you guys' channel, and I yeah. love your channel. Um, so I went out. I did a video with it. Opened the with, door. Yeah, is what you're, yeah, yeah. What, what and you're then I, I got to Facetime with them a couple times. Then I went out to L.A. and mm-hmm. just showing up. I knew where they were gonna be. They had told me, but I had to get from where I am to where they are. Yeah. Uh, so then we did a video. I got to drive around with them in the Supra. Uh, and then I'm like, okay, well now it's, 
No, we got to do something with like Strad and Burlack. No, or, yeah, that was with DD. That was right? with DD. Yep. yep. Uh, so then I, uh, the Stradman thing came up. So they had that limo and they're like talking about selling it. And I'm like, well, what could they want for it? Mm -hmm. Like what would be the, and I kicked it around for a couple months and I saw it was still listed and I got, uh, I got a hold of Burlacker through an email and I was asking him questions and he was really, it would take him a little while to respond. And then he had kind of opened up and he's like, dude, we've had so many people catfish us just trying to get our time mm -hmm. that we're just going to send this car to auction. And I'm like, well, I'm actually pretty interested. And uh, so then I would post each time they do a video that showed the limo, I would post like, you know, 1500 likes, I'll buy the limo or 500 likes, I'll buy the limo. Never got more than two or three likes. One time I posted it and I posted it right away when he posted the video mm -hmm. and he pinned it and I put 500 likes, I'll buy this thing. And it nice. went to like 2,700 likes by the end of the day. Nice. Well, now all of a sudden my channel starts gaining a bunch of traction because everyone's like, well, we got to see who this clown is. Yeah. And now we got to go over and comment on his videos saying, if you don't buy this, we're not following. Yeah. And I'm like, okay. So that was our, that was our commitment. So I nice. reached out to him. I said, yeah, I'll buy it. I Venmoed him some money to hold it. Um, and then we, then I'm like, okay, well now is our point where we have to, we have to be super strategic because obviously I didn't need a $15,000 Rolls Royce limo. Yeah. Like there's nothing there. I didn't actually, there was nothing in my life I needed less than that limo. <laughs> um, but I'm like, well, you know what? This is huge. I've committed to this YouTube thing. And if I can get out there, Strad wasn't going to be really a part of the video or anything. Yeah. So then I'm like, well, how do we get, how do we make it so that Strad wants to be a part of this video? I'm like, we wrap it purple. They've talked about it. Every video, there's a thousand comments that talks about, you have to wrap it purple, purple army, this, that, this, that they thought they were going to sell the car to like a collector, you know, and they okay. didn't want to mess with it too much. Uh, so I called out to Summit Auto Labs who wraps their cars, mm -hmm. Clayton, and mm -hmm. me and him have become pretty good friends. And he's got a Porsche Cayman. Yep. A sweet one. Yep. Yeah. Super I've cool. And, uh, yeah, and a yep. Gallardo. Yep. And he had just got his Gallardo. So I reached out and he's like, oh yeah, I've heard of you. You've got, you know, the gated. And I was like, yeah, it's no four. <clears throat> yep. Anything you need. He's like, he's messaging me message after message hey dude i'm so sorry to bug you i'm like dude you're not bugging me at all i mm. love this yeah he's like well this shop told me this 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 and i'm like no here here's how it really is here's the oil you should use here's the mm -hmm. i can save you a ton of money uh because i'm cheap and yeah. i've done all this so we uh i reached out to him i'm like hey dude if i can get the limo somehow to you would you wrap it that ice amethyst purple He's like a hundred percent. And I said, yeah. what's the cost? He gave me a smoking good deal. I Venmoed him, uh, or I, I sent him a deposit on the spot, emailed Burlacker. And then Burlacker sent me his number, FaceTime me. We did a whole walk around the car and I said, okay, here's the deal. I'm, I'm buying it. I paid him some money. I said, but I need you to do me one last favor is just get this car to Clayton 45 mm -hmm. minutes away. I said, I'll pay you. I'll do whatever. He said, dude, no bait, no, no problem. Mm -hmm. So he gets it there. So when we showed up, we drove, we went, drove all the way to Utah with my, bought a 28 foot or a 30 foot, whatever it is, enclosed trailer, yep. tied out, got everything and made a whole road trip, you know, planned like a week yep. so that if there was any issues, uh, we got out to Utah and it was, my thoughts were like, I didn't think there was a chance I wouldn't even see Strad mm -hmm. at all, James and, uh, which was fine. He, he travels everywhere. Yeah. yeah. He's always on the movies, you know, started to take flying, you know, yeah. pilot's license, all this stuff. And, uh, which was fine. Like I was totally cool with just hanging with Burlacker, even if they didn't do a video, I was gonna, um, but then now that it was purple, that got James' attention. Okay. So James showed up with Burlacker in James Raptor, uh, to meet us that morning when we were going over there and then we drove over there with them, you know, we followed them and I, I mean, we got to, we ended up hanging out with them for like 14 hours all yeah. day. They brought us to the house. They brought me up on the roof to take the iconic shots up there. And it was like, Hey, we can get on my roof after this. Dude, too. We might have to. Yeah, we can it's, do that. Absolutely. Yeah, it's pretty sweet. Yeah. Roofs are awesome. Yeah. So, <laughs> so it just, but we built, we built a relationship and like, we even talked to him about that. Cause he's like, you, you realize that this is not how, we planned this to go. Yeah. This was going to be, we came out, we did a couple minutes, we did the transaction of money. Yeah. And then we got out of here because a lot of people that reach out to us are, no offense, but they're creeps. They're sure. just trying to use us for clout. And he said, which is fine. We understand how YouTube works, but he says, yours is like, you put it in the grind. We watch you. We see you. We see yep. you working with B-Row. We see all that. Yep. And I'm from like, an analytics standpoint. Like you see you, me? Yeah, like, you, you, you <laughs> gain, I mean, everyone's people at the end of the day. That's the hard part to tell yourself that yeah. we're all people 
Um, but you you ended up benefiting analytically from from yeah the whole almost thing too. ten thousand subs. Yeah. Um, our watch time went through the roof. Our video did 44,000 views from out there. We had, we ended up doing like three or four videos total. Um, and they crushed it. They, they did really, really well, especially mm -hmm. cause my channel at the time was averaging, I mean like 300 views yeah. when I put a video up tops. Mm -hmm. Um, we'd have a couple that would kind of spike to a thousand and we mm -hmm. had had some rally stuff. And then we had tried, I tried running, um, like YouTube ads. Mm-hmm which I didn't realize didn't work towards your monetization. Sure. So all of a sudden I hit my 4,000 watch hours. I, I submit my thing and I, I work so hard to get there. And they're like, oh, you're 387 hours away because of, um, you know, anytime you ran ads. So I had worked with the guy that did ads and he had showed me how to do them and he helped me and they were cool. We got some views we got, okay. but I didn't know how to, I didn't know how to read analytics. Like, are you kidding me? I had no clue what <laughs> any of that was. Yeah. So I, I've put, I've spent quite a bit of money uh, working with like people now that are YouTube experts to learn SEO and to learn. I mean, there's so much more than I ever. Sure. Know. And now it's like, I feel I'm so far in on that that I'm like, well, we're just going to keep, keep, I it, enjoy keep it. Rolling. But yeah, yeah, I mean, I think that you, at this point, it's probably hard to say like, I'm going to get a return on everything I've invested, but hopefully yeah. that is the case. Yeah. Um, because you're going to keep going, but so talking on that subject, like, what are all your secrets? No, I'm just yeah, uh, like, what's it, what's it like being on the back end of, of YouTube trying to figure out the grind? Uh, it's so much more. I mean, I've, I've tried to explain to people that I've never, everything I've ever done. And I've had a lot of businesses I've started that have failed, that haven't done good, that have uh, just, I've tried everything. Yeah. Um, this is the hardest I've ever worked. This is the hardest I've ever worked on something and had like really zero ROI financially. Yeah. Um, and if I would have put this much time and effort into literally anything, yeah. anything like a, a worm farm, like I, I would have made a lot of money sure. off it. And if I would have put this much time and money into either of my other yeah. businesses, yeah, we probably, probably could have five X them and been into like a, a different level of, yeah. but this is, it truly is. It's, it's enjoyable. Yeah. And I have a passion to, I love the interactions with people. I love the, yeah. I the love the doors that's opened. Yeah. And there, are they financially beneficial doors that are opening? Well, some would say Social. no, but they're, yeah, but yeah. there's a, there's a huge part. I mean, hanging out with you here doing this and the, the thing, like just all that kind of stuff mm -hmm. uh, is to me is worth, I mean, there, you can't put a price on, right. on, on like the relationships it's built. Yeah. Um, so, so yeah, so that's been super, it's, it's, it's crazy. Is it cool. is. Yeah. And that then I cool. took a, oh man, I've done some courses. Uh, I've, I reached out. So I did a, I worked with who man, you know, who man, Ari, who, who, who's who man, who man, search him once, but he's a, uh, if you're on YouTube, it's a H O O M A N. And then I don't know how to spell it. Right. It should pop up. Who man TV. Yeah. So I reached out to him. I was like, what's it cost? 10 to work? million subscribers. Yeah. Yeah. So I, I mean, I, I don't mess around. Like I just want to, <laughs> Like, I, I want to find the best. I don't think I've ever come across this guy's videos before, ever. So he's a super cool dude, but we are completely opposite when it comes to content creation and what we want out of the platform. Okay. So, but that took me reaching out to him, paying him a good chunk of money, working directly with him. And the first thing he said to me was, uh, show me what's your, he looked through my stuff. He's like, dude, you're, uh your channel's kind of garbage. And I said, yeah, yeah, that's why I reached out to you because I am aware of that. What do mm -hmm. I do? He's like, dude, you need viral content and you need um, top of the line, the best, everything. Like production? Production-wise, yep. Yeah. So he said sell. So he gave me a list, sent me a list on Amazon of all the stuff. Uh, it was during our busy season. So I was like, okay, well, it was like seven grand. So I bought an A7 III. I bought some crazy lens. These Dude, all this stuff. Mm -hmm. So like stuff was coming to my house. And so I started using that and instantly my content went away from being like genuine. So also I went like a three week period where I didn't put up anything because I hated the camera because I did all Just this. Just a learning curve? Oh yeah, I did all this weird stuff I didn't know how to do anything with. Gotcha. It took two memory cards and then it took, um, there was just, there's so many things. And I'm like, dude, this is killing mm -hmm. my channel. And then he's yeah. like, you know, smash your, have your, have someone, you know, with a skateboard and they smash your windshield. Dude, your Lambo window is only five grand on your Gardo. But a viral video with 5 million views will pay way over that. Hmm. And I'm like, 
I understand that, but don't you just like you'd doesn't have that just to, frustrate you though. But you have people? to do that every single time then. Uh, yeah. And I'm like, well, dude, I want to keep my my content. I want to keep it real, sure. and I want to keep it where I can just do what I'm doing each day and be able to make content out of it. Yeah. Um, so it was cool. I learned a ton from him, but I also learned. So I sold all the camera gear. Uh, I went back to my little Canon M50 mirrorless um, and just went back about making content mm-hmm. how I was before. I, I did learn a lot from him as far as uh, some the analytics and stuff. Mm-hmm. And then I worked with uh, Liz Germain. So I don't know if you've ever heard of her, but she is. Uh, she's got a team of like eight people. And we did a full channel audit where they go on the back end and they teach you like here's i mean it's not a hack it costs mm-hmm. a ton of money but she teaches you seo tags keywords just it, education education it, yeah. yep and then they take and they do a once over of your channel and they find all the stuff that i would have no clue what i'm doing mm-hmm. and they show you and then they change it all um and then you know they teach you how to write script for like your month of content which okay i don't do because things just come up you know yeah. uh but there's been, I did that right before going out to see Stratton them. Cause I'm like, well, we've got to make sure that we're, we're ready to take on this influx of, you know, what could be a thousand new subs or it could be 10,000 or it could be sure. whatever. Sure. Ended up being like 10,000, which was so incredible. That makes sense. So you were at, you're at, you're at 13.3 now. Yeah. And we were at, so we had just on the trip out there. So maybe it was nine thousand. On the trip out there, we were at we broke four thousand, which was okay. why did I think you were already huge, at like five or something? Before? No, I never got to. Okay, well, yeah. dang. And, and they're sticking around. They're, the people are yeah. liking your stuff. Yeah, and we, I, I've, it it almost is hard because now that the more I'm learning about the analytics, the less they make sense. If that makes sense, it doesn't make sense. <laughs> no. So the more I'm learning, and the more I'm learning how to see what's going on and knowing how to change things. Yeah. I'm like looking through the, and they just don't make sense on yeah. why the channel's doing what it's doing. We've been a three week lull where we're losing people and we're gaining people, but it's not going anywhere. Yeah. So my channel's never some, And I mentioned this to you off, off air, but there's some other people. Jacob works with Savage Garage. He's noticed a similar thing that maybe YouTube's just clearing house of some fake, accounts or yeah. whatever or just just abandoned stuff who knows but yeah hopefully it's weird. hopefully it's they're crazy. clearing it out for a, another growth you know? yeah yeah and i mean the stuff i'm learning too that we've got some awesome ideas uh, this all this growth happened in the time where we're the slowest for content is sure. winter winter yeah so winter in minnesota there's not a lot of supercar stuff there's going on. not much no yeah. so the limo the limo's been huge the limo is a ton of fun uh we might I don't know. I don't know where that's going to go. Yep. We've talked about using it this summer and then bringing it back to Strads. And, and to, once he builds his new house, because he's building a new massive house. You know what you should do? And leaving it in his driveway. I was just going to say, yeah. leave it there with the wheels off or something, like on blocks just, or something, yep. just to mess or with Or just them. with no key. Yeah. And just <laughs> drop it off and like thank him for, you know, here, yeah. here it is. Yeah. Do what you want with it. Yeah. Um, which I would have no problem doing because I would rather... You know, I would rather see that than you know, us wrecking do. it. You know? I was going to say we should wreck it, but I was going to say, well, let's just like take it out to like some scenic spot in the mountain and just give it a, a car, you know, just light it on fire or something. Just let it rip. Yeah. But then go you got ahead. all the nature enthusiasts. So you got, it's such a fine well, line to walk. Yeah. Cause like, well, we that's gotta, the problem. A lot of things that like people see on YouTube they think is real, you know, and yep. it's never real. Like let's be right. honest people. It's, it's, it's 99% never reality, yep. you know, and, and what you see and like, Oh, the video ends with the car on fire. You know, that doesn't mean to say that we went through days of then clean up and recycling and all that, you know, like that kind of idea. Like people just need to like they chill picture for a when second. It zooms out and you leave. Yeah. You just left that thing burning there yeah. and you left People just all need the to jump. chill. Yeah. yeah. No, yeah. that's obviously not what would happen. Oh yeah. We've been, we've had messages about like how doing uh, oh. burnouts oh. ruin, you know, like the earth. I've and, got a great video. Yeah. What do you idea. Got? We should, we should accidentally like it'd be, it'd be clickbait, but yeah, we should actually, actually do it. But, uh, sink it in the lake like on the ice like yeah. oh no he went through and like ryan's driving along you know and, then and it just all of a sudden like we we like crack the ice and then you drive to that point it could be like on remote control or something stick a brick on the accelerator 
film that thing and like let it go down. Yeah. You'd have to hire a recovery team. Yeah, know, and then you'd have the environmentalists and it'd be 25 grand. Well, but you could do it. You could out. do it. No, you could. Cars go through the ice every year. Yeah, 25,000 bucks though. 25? Yeah. Boy, I was going to guess a couple thousand to get yeah, that. Yeah, 25. It's a, it's like the real deal. Your insurance doesn't cover it. So have you seen, do you follow Street Speed at all? Yeah. Did you see that his legal battle? Because With the truck jump? Yep, but because he drove it through his own stream. Yeah, that was ridiculous. Yeah. And they were trying to they were trying to put him They're in jail just for like to make 90 an days. example of him. Yeah, and then the lady that did the whole article, all of her posts on her page were her doing this. She takes these like piece of junk cars and they go and do these long distance, and it's her driving through like streams all over. It's like what? But it's crazy. And then that's one thing Hypocrisy. you have to look at when you get to that level, which we're nowhere near. Mm. But we already deal the with scrutiny is insane. I'm sure. Yeah. Yeah. It's, but it's, it's kind of it's. I don't know. I guess it's a give or take. I'd like to see what it's like. That's why it's nice to be like just one of those tech reviewers with millions of subs and you just make money on every one of your videos. You just sit in your house. And, and then people it. just send you, there's just packages. Just yeah. show up. Hey, Easy. it's Easy. free. Car Can... YouTubers really work for their money Dude. and everything. So And it costs so much money to do, <laughs> right. to do any of it. Right. I and remember running into Stradman and uh, Parker a few years back. Oh, yeah. This was at Amelia Island. Uh, for the Concord. Oh, yeah, yep. And they were both there randomly, and I was like, oh, hey, what's up, dudes? And I was talking to Parker, and he was, I was just asking about like his Lamborghini. He just bought a Lamborghini at that point. And I was like, oh, tell me about that. What's, what was the motivating factor? He's like, well, this thing, get it, this is the ticket in. Like, once you have something, whether you like it or not, you know, from an outside perspective, having those cars gets you into opportunities, mm -hmm. you know, and it's just, it, it just is. Um, so I don't know. That was that was proof, though, because he's like, "Oh, I get invited to all this stuff. I get in, yeah. in these groups, and you've experienced something similar. And now to continue doing that, it does get expensive, though. Yeah, very expensive. Very expensive. Yeah, like when these people are well, like, we'll do giveaways, and we do you know we give away shirts and merch, and I actually right. have a merch company now because I was buying so much merch, and I ninety percent of it I give away. Right. Um. You know, we'll do hundred shirt orders, and I'll I'll that are just for kids that we give away. Mm -hmm. um, and then these people are, there's this weird dynamic of people that don't want to buy it because they know I've given it away to other people. So they're like, hey, well, you gave this person it for free. I'm like, I know, but if you're supporting me, I don't make any money on my merch. Mm -hmm. Like I might make some on, if you buy, you know, two hoodies, I may have made a little bit of money there yeah. on yours, but that's because I own the company that does it. I have a partner in it and I give away like thousands and thousands and thousands of dollars. So none of sure. this stuff makes money. And that's where it gets hard to like, so many people just assume there's just all this money and doing all these things and right. all these events. And then I get reached out to all the time that people want to do photos or video or be in a music video or do all that. And I love it. I love all Darn that. Photographers. But then, but then when I'm like, hey, dude, I'm sorry. I'm super busy. So, like, well, when are you going to make time for me? I said, whoa. Yeah. What, what do I owe you? Yeah. You know what I mean? Like, I yeah. want to help you. And I love seeing, like, I love seeing some of the photographers. But then if you don't, your name is mud to them. Yep. So then they're out like, oh, he's a, he's a douchebag. Yeah. And it's like, well, I'm a douchebag because you didn't come to me with any sort of offer. Mm -hmm. You came to me, uh, hey, can we use your, music, your card and music video to get a bunch of traction? Like, oh, cool. Well, what, what do you need? Well, we're just going to pick it up. Like, well, it's a, it's a $200,000 car. You're not just oh, going to pick it up. Yeah. You're 16. You know what I mean? Like, <laughs> and I, I'm not, you know, I try not to be rude to these people, but yeah, I mean, I run into it trying to hire people for my construction company. Huh? Like, oh, well, but I mean, how, how does he have, how does he have that? You know? And then there's this chatter and all that. Sure. And, Perceptions are perceptions. Dude, you know? it's wild. I want to use uh, Damon as an example that we were talking about just channel growth and investments. You know, how many cars have they had to buy in order to keep their channel, what I would say is relevant, you know? Right. In order they're, to, in the, they're in the top league. Yeah, as far as... Of car. car and, and they're just channels. like all the, all the other car YouTubers. They've had to buy and purchase mm. and modify and change and run and do and get pulled over by the cops, even if it's fake or not, and just to make the, the content that people feed on. But man, mm -hmm. the investment is insane. Insane. And I wonder how much, even at the top, what we think is the top echelon of YouTubers, I wonder how much they're actually still taking home from the YouTube money, you know? Right. Sponsorships are obviously different. You know, endorsements and stuff like that, deals are like that. 
that's all aside, you know, mm-hmm. that's, that's hopefully coming and adding to the, to the, to the whole deal. But yeah, I, I was just curious about that. Too. They can be. Yeah. We've had a couple of things come up that they like my wheels and mm. it was, you know, it wasn't a sponsorship. Like they just gave them to us. Mm. You know, it was a, uh, we still paid a lot mm. of money, but then they didn't follow through on their end didn't send me the stuff they were supposed to send and the promotional mm. stuff. And then the, I, I think, I think I even talked to you at one point when I first got them, I talked to you and Jacob cause you guys were going to do kind of tag team something, the video it. work and then they were going to pay for it. And then, Oh, I think I remember talking to yeah, you about that. Yeah. yeah. And then they never reached out and then they're like, Hey, where's the video? I said, Hey, where's you guys? That's part of your deal. Yeah. Uh, so that's, that part's tough and I know well, that they can work out really well. That's, uh, I mean, I've learned just being in business and I know you know this, just being in business, you start to realize that everything needs to be on paper because mm-hmm. handshake deals are just risky AF yeah. and they're uh, so nineties and, and even worse, <laughs> like, yeah, just verbal thing. Um, there's been countless times where even Jacob, of, you know, Jacob in the conversation here, he reminisces about this time he got screwed out of a bunch of money because he was making agreements with this car owner to shoot a bunch of video content that now looking back, he realizes every time I talked to him, it was on the phone. He never has any proof on paper, on texts or emails or anything of what the agreement, the exchange was going to be. And like, no, that, I mean, that's, you learn that real quick. You have to be if you're going to be making agreements, even if you're making a sponsorship deal with somebody who wants to like put something on your car and like feature it on your YouTube channel, make sure you get it on paper or, or, you know, screenshot it if it's electronic, you know, cause that is, you're making an agreement and it's both parties have to follow through. Yeah. And that part's really hard too. And I see a lot of people, especially in our local car community, Big there's time. so much drama caused Big by, time. Hey dude, I'll come do this for you. If you do this for me and X and all this stuff, for me, like when I come across stuff, so speaking of Jacob, we might have to give him some crap because go for it. I think he Jacob left my podcast, so why? Yeah, let's give him. He's just he just can't do it. He's probably he, he's, he's busy with his camera car and like you know his YouTube. He's looking probably at, busy. He's trying with, to be he's, he's making YouTube videos. He's probably busy with my ski box. Probably because that I gave him that ski box, and I think does I'm he still, still owe you money? I think, let's go no, get him. No oh, money. Okay. okay. Just like an intro, yeah, you know, okay. Jacob's done a ton of <laughs> Jacob's done a ton of awesome stuff yeah, yeah. for us. But I have a, I always give him crap about his yeah. ski box because, yeah, you know, I probably didn't send him the stuff he needed anyway. Yeah. But that's where real quickly in the car community, someone could you, everybody interprets things differently. Yeah, and then all of a sudden this person feels like they're screwed over, and then we had a deal, and then if you wrap this, and if you, I mean, yeah. oh, dude, it's a tricky thing, and you gotta. I think in general, you have to be prepared to have some unhappy people in your life. Mm-hmm. I mean, it's just a part of doing business. People are going to think something other than what you gave them. And it's all, oh, well, I gave you what you want to know. You didn't, that is just kind of part. Of and the, and the saying no, can... saying no is a huge, sure. Because you don't want to, cause you, you knowing when to say no. Yeah. Yep. And, yeah. and doing it without people hating you for doing it and right. trying to, you know, that's one of my problems is I always want to try to make everyone happy. Like we were talking about these music videos yeah. and stuff. And I was like, well, and then I'm looking at like my schedule of things that I have to do. And my yeah. family comes absolutely first, but there's still a lot of times where I leave doing stuff or family stuff or this yeah. or the cabin or these things to, cause I, my family knows they understand they mm-hmm. get like what we're going after. Mm-hmm. Uh, it's hard for my wife. She loves it now, but she also sees like, Hey, you make no money off this mm-hmm. and you're putting a lot of time into it. I know you enjoy it, but here's what I need right now, you know, and yeah. I've had to, that's a lot of times why my content gets like longer gaps in between. And sure. usually we're pretty good with that, but it, I mean, it takes sitting down and doing the editing, doing the, uh, putting the video up, uploading. I mean, there's so yeah. much to it. It's so much time. Yeah. That yeah. Uh, it just comes to a point where a lot of times you just have to say no to stuff and yeah. you know, and sorry, Apologize. sorry if it offend, yeah, offend some people or, if, you know, if you earn a douchebag status yeah. to some, like it's just, you know, you just got to be. Yeah. But then, but know. then they hear, you know, a podcast come out and then they've got the nerve to be like, well, you had time to do that. Yeah. It's my time. Like yeah. I, you have to prioritize, but I'm it's glad awesome. you prioritize the podcast. Dude, this one's, I was excited to do this. Yeah. Um, and it didn't rain on us really. No. So yeah, no. it's awesome. Sweet. Um, yeah, and no, I think that's just interesting talk about 
the car world in general. We, we haven't really talked about much of that. Jacob and I touched on it um, in previous old episodes and stuff, but it's cool hearing it from another perspective and a YouTuber. And um, yeah. yeah, and I've got some questions too for you with your, because what all, it's hard to keep up with everything when you're watching yeah. it from a digital yeah. world, you know? Yeah. Um, but you're doing more video now than you have before. Used, used yeah. to, right? Yeah. Because you were mainly photography. Yeah. And what have you found getting into kind of the video space? It absolutely sucks. What part? Like what is to you? Because you're, I would imagine you being much more of a, like a perfectionist when it comes to um, like getting the editing. I mean, I saw you're using like layovers and the clapping. Yeah, I have certain standards for what just needs to be as a minimum. But I mean, our, our, the content we produce is not big time production stuff either. I'm more interested in building the channel and trying to just let people find a place of uh, one thing I talk to Ben all the time about is I want any content I put on there on YouTube to some level to be educational. Mm -hmm. I don't want to just go on there. You know, I don't want to bash him. I don't know him, but let's talk who man for a second, just by looking at his, um, his titles and his thumbnails. That's, that's very clickbaity to me, you know. Yes, and it's very fake. And it's everything very, is everything yeah. on there is 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 not reality. You know, it's, mm-hmm. it's there to just kind of get get reactions. That's not what I want to do personally. I want to I want to have fun content that is educational, and that's mm-hmm. always been the core of what my YouTube is about. Uh, as of recent, you know, mm-hmm. my recent push. Um, so yeah, no, we're doing. I have a commercial photographer. That's first and foremost. That's the primary means of income. Um, and then I work with some, uh, private clients for marketing, you know, whether it's social media, producing content, uh, shooting, shooting content, um, videos, photos, all that. And then, um, and then videos on the side for YouTube and now, uh, shutter speed, which has been morphed, not morphed, but it's been changed from a couple of different things in the past with Jacob to now our, our podcast you're listening to today, which is all about, as I said in the intro, educating and entertaining with stories and uh, guests. Yeah. That's what I want to talk about. I want to talk to people that know something about the industry and uh, talk photo video. So. Yeah. It's awesome. It's good for you. Cause this is a, uh, all the stuff you're doing is a lot of work. Yeah. And people don't see that. That's yeah. I had a podcast uh, all the way up until COVID. And then when that happened, my views were a lot different than some people. Mm. And I, I just didn't want to go there. Um, even though I would have had, I would have gained a lot of traction mm-hmm. with a certain group of people and I would have lost a lot of people on the other end. And that's kind of, to me, I've wanted to keep like the religion, the politics, the, all that kind of out of my content so that sure. people feel, cause I, I, I could go sit down with anybody that's open-minded and have a great conversation. Sure. And there's a lot of people in our local car community and a lot of people will know a handful of the people that. Yeah. I have no problem with them, even though we don't see the same, we don't don't have to, you know what I mean? And that's, that's a huge, you know, I'm not ashamed of any of it and I will talk about it with people, but it's just, it's something I kept out. So then when all the COVID stuff happened and nobody knew what was going on, I kind of was like, like pulled back on my podcast and then I've talked about kind of getting it going, but it's a lot of work, especially when you go and you're like, oh man, crush that podcast hour, had this person here, did all this, 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 and then it's like. Yeah, the podcast Three downloads. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. Dang it! <laughs> yeah, that's kind of what we're looking at now. But working with some of the people we're working with, uh, uh, I have hopes, high hopes for it mm-hmm. um, that it will grow for sure. And it's cool. It's a what you guys are, what you're doing is a it's a it's something that people will enjoy to listen to. So. You know, I yeah. think. I, I mean, know. I know when you're on the road, you know, you, you could turn on top forty station, listen to trash all day. Mm-hmm. Or on your commute into work, you could turn on something that is at least going to talk about something you're interested in and hopefully you can learn something from and at least see someone else's perspective on an industry that we all care about, which is photo and video in the automotive world. So that's my goal. Yeah. Podcasts have completely uh, like reshaped my whole life. Mm -hmm. And I remember the first one I ever listened to and uh, I got into someone's truck and they had like someone talking. Mm -hmm. I'm like, are we 50? Like what? What are we doing? Like where you listen? You're listening to 
talk rate, like someone talking. But then all of a sudden you get sucked in, don't you? Yeah, and then all of a sudden I heard, the, then the di- guy drops an F-bomb, and I'm like, what? Like, <laughs> I think it caught my attention. Yeah. And now, I mean, to this day, that's who, I was telling you, that first form thing on my car, that's Andy Frisella. And yeah, that's okay. who's completely changed every aspect of my life. Huh. I just dug into his podcast and I'm like, you know what, what's this dude's done it. I mean, at the time he had an Aventador and he had all these cars and a business that was right. taken off and the people were good people. Yep. And I'm like, I'm going to do whatever I have to, whatever I have to do. I'm going to listen to his content. I'm going to buy whatever he's selling. I'm going to tag him and everything until he knows who I am. Sure. And then now, I mean, we've hung out, you know, a few times. Is he, he not, is he around here? Uh, he's in St. Louis. St. Louis. Yep. Okay. Yep. They just built like a 220,000 square foot facility. Car guy? Uh, so he is a car guy. He's got a private car collection okay. that's um, pretty massive. Wow. So I I hit him up for... Let's head down to St. Louis. My in-laws live in St. Louis. Yeah, so we've I've, I've been working this for a couple of years. Mm-hmm. Uh, and he was going to sign... I was telling you about that. But he's going to sign the dash of my Gallardo. Mm-hmm. And then I got rid of that. And then, you know, people have whoever... Balbon, whoever the... the Valentino Balboni. Yeah. yeah. They have him sign it. And I'm like, dude, Andy helped me get mine. So... Sure by just taking in his content. Now that's been over four years since and I started where, listening Where it. do you want me to sign it? Dude, wherever. Yeah. Probably just right on the dash next to yeah, it. Underbelly somewhere. Yeah. 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 <laughs> so, all right. Well, um, I think that should probably, we'll, we should wrap it up here. But uh, I like what you're saying here with YouTube and uh, the perspective you've had on the local car community. And I hope that uh, you continue to impact the local car community and kids and people that need help. I think that's very noble. Um, and more people should, should be paying attention to the needs of their communities and things like that. That's very cool. Um, YouTube's a weird thing. And, um, yeah, I think that it's, it's hard to master. It's hard to understand. And, uh, but I think if you're putting stuff out there, like we said before, find a platform. If you, if you've got something to say, if you've got something you want to say, God bless America. We live in a place currently that is still has the freedom of speech. Mm-hmm. And hopefully you can find a place to do that um, because people, people want to hear what you want to say. You right. Know? And I think YouTube, so I've, I've listened to a lot of different people in, in the video world. Um, but you know, there's mm-hmm. a lot of people that claim you should have a YouTube channel no matter what, mm-hmm. just because of no matter what you're doing, there's a niche for every single person. Mm-hmm. And I mean, there's guys that I see that start a cooking show that have no clue what they're doing. Mm-hmm. They're doing it from a phone. And they go two, three, four million subs mm-hmm. and they're making, they quit their day job to do right. what they love and cook with their phone. Yeah. Like how sweet is that? Yeah. The and opportunity. I'll, and all due respect to guys like Human for having strategies that work for them. Mm-hmm. But I, I like for, I mean, you should, you should create your own thing. You yeah. Know? Do what, Find do what your you own love. Way. Yeah. He loves creating viral content mm-hmm. and that's where he took off from. I mean, I think he went, uh, I might be wrong. I, I, his in the first three months, he was at like a million subs. Mm-hmm. He had a crazy viral video. And dude, that's, that's incredible. That's it's fine. awesome. That's fine. But if it's, but if, you it's find who, yes. yeah, if it's not who you are, yep. then Don't why, fake why it. are you doing it? Yeah. Because yeah. you'll, you'll burn out because uh, there's a lot of people think that there's pretty much you start a YouTube channel and then you just bring in the money. Yeah. Not, 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 not no, the case. No, I'm going but, over two years and yeah. we haven't been able to really bring in the money. Is that two, <laughs> two years since you started your channel? Uh, my channel's been around. I had started a channel back in like... I don't know, 2000. But you never uploaded. Never uploaded. I put okay. a picture of like a, of, uh, or a video of someone in like Canal Park eight years ago and then yeah. me throwing a golf club into the water. Um, <laughs> yeah, and, uh, if we went back to my old, but my first video I uploaded to YouTube was 12 years ago. Yeah, that's probably about what mine is. And, and it was, it was like me nothing. revving my Mini Cooper S and it's actually got 4,000 views. Dude, nice. Mine but had the, like eight. And it was me. Yeah. All of them. So anyway, a lot of weird stuff in between there. A lot of stuff that I deleted along the way, just because I was like, I don't know where I'm doing. And are you, are you uploading? What's your, are you, do you have a, do you have a schedule? Right now, 2021, I've been trying to upload a video every week. Yep. And it's been um, either about photography, like editing, about photography, my, my shoots and stuff. I've been doing what I call photo breakdowns, which are either like, where I talk about editing stuff or I talk about like shoots I've been on or my driveway breakdowns, which are going to be more like car content, stuff in the driveway, car friends, you know, kind of car well, reviews. Dude, you got all that concrete, that brand new concrete. Know, it looks so nice like to have my, cars on it. That's why I like the driveway. So yeah. we spend all this time there. Yeah, it's um, awesome. So trying to get out once a week. This is kind of like my goal for this year to try to hit 52 videos this mm-hmm. year, but we'll see. It's a lot of work. It's a lot of work. Yeah, I respect that grind yeah. so much because I... I've, 
yeah yeah it's sweet so anyway that's uh that sounds like a good place to end um ryan thank you so much for joining us today yeah thanks for having me dude this was cool we are going to be back uh next week with another new episode and if you don't know we are on social media at s speed media um and lambo dad you are shout out your uh, social medias uh instagram is lambo underscore dad with two d's d-a-d-d and then uh youtube that's that's the big one go go check that out yeah uh but that's lambo fam one word and i'll also note if you are interested in sponsoring uh, shutter speed media now is the time to do it we are a growing podcast here and we would love to talk to you uh, about sponsorship so that is all for today thank you for listening we'll be back with you next week enjoy your day goodbye peace